Welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, an integrative health podcast by Center for New Medicine. We created the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast as an extension of our mission to educate and empower individuals along their health journey. This integrative health podcast will bring you in-depth expert interviews on a plethora of health topics. Tune in bi-weekly for interviews on how to create a non-toxic lifestyle, integrative approaches to treating complex health concerns like diabetes, Lyme's, Hashimoto's, Crohn's, adrenal fatigue, mental, emotional, and spiritual health, cancer prevention, early cancer detection, integrative cancer treatments, and so much more. Through the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast, we hope to provide cutting-edge, science-based information you can use to create a happier and healthier life for you and your loved ones. everyone and welcome back to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast by Center for New Medicine. I'm your host Leanne Lindsay and today I am interviewing Dr. Eric Acevedo, one of our practitioners here at Center for New Medicine and Cancer Center for Healing and I'm so excited because we're talking about a very hot topic which is safe and effective detoxification. And so today, Dr. Acevedo really breaks down what is detoxification? What does that term even mean? What's happening within the body when we're trying to detoxify? What are some of the toxins that we need to get out of our body? He mentions that we live in almost a toxic soup in terms of all the different things in our environment that are very harmful to us, especially when they build up within the body. And then he breaks down safe and effective ways to detox, whether it's on a baseline level of, you know, what's the least you can possibly do to get an effective detoxification. And then if you wanted to get more serious about it, what are some of the heavier things and more intensive things you could do? And with New Year's coming up, I know this is going to be an incredibly relevant episode as so many people really want to start off the new year with cleansing their body, their mind, their spirit. So I know this will be a wonderful interview that will help you achieve those goals, but again, in a very safe and effective manner. And with that, please enjoy this interview with Dr. Eric Acevedo. Dr. Acevedo, welcome to the Be Perfectly Healthy podcast. We're so excited to have you on today. Thank you, Leanne. So why don't you go ahead, for anyone who is listening who may not have been exposed to you yet, give us a little bit of your background, your medical history, and then the role you play here at Center for New Medicine. Yeah, I'd be glad to share that. So I was trained as an internist, internal medicine, conventional field, and I worked for about 10, 11 years in conventional setting where I work in the hospital setting as a hospitalist and work as a primary care physician and at some point in my life I always have energy I always like to go to the gym and at some point I felt tired I thought it was just the stress of work working you know sometimes night shift and I thought okay so maybe it's just that and then one of my friends told me you better check because I didn't have only symptoms of fatigue, but other stuff like no energy, low sex drive. So eventually, I have my f- 
friend, my workout friend, who's also a nurse, told me that, oh, you better check this guy out. He would check out everything in you, not just basic blood tests, but also toxins, chemicals, hormone levels, and all this stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because I've been through different doctors, and in fact, my doctor who treated me initially that I saw was actually a friend of mine, and he said, I can't find anything wrong with you. Your CBC, CMP are all fine. Your thyroid is fine. So I eventually saw a doctor that was into integrative medicine and he tested me a lot of stuff. So I found out I actually have hormonal imbalance and heavy metal toxicity. Wow. And that includes mercury. And I think there was lead and cesium. I was, I freaked out. I was like, oh, wow. Um, so, and then I went into detoxification program. So at some point I have to replace my hormone because it was all down. So, but then I did that and I felt great. And it, eventually I stopped you know, the hormone I don't need. I'm not on any hormone replacement now, but I felt great and I continued my detox program. I, Cause I believe we're exposed to chemicals every day. There's so many in air and in the food that we eat, the air that we breathe, things that we touch. Mm -hmm, the water. So it's really water. So it's really important that we have to do detoxification of some sort, at least once a week or twice a week or daily, if you have supplements like that. So. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm into this integrative functional medicine now field to help other people. And then what mm. is the role you play here at the Center for New Medicine and Cancer Center for Healing too? Because I know your role is more on the cancer side. Is that correct? Right. So my role here involves mainly in the cancer side where 90% of my patients are cancer patients. And really important thing is, again, we'll go back to detoxification process where a lot of my cancer patients actually have toxins. In mercury lead, I always see lead mm -hmm. most of the time, mercury and all other toxins that they have and the xenoestrogens that we that I find in their lab work. So and also some ten percent of my patients are also like have fatigue and, and I'm starting to see a lot of patients with Lyme and mold. Oh wow. And as on top of the toxins. Wow. And that's so in cancer patients as cancer well. Cancer patients, yep. Wow, who also have limes and mold toxicity. Yeah. Wow. That's really amazing. That's so, wild. yeah. Well, so today yeah. we're really going to be diving into detoxification, but in a little bit of a broader sense, right? New Year's is coming up. So many people are thinking, right. I want to start the new year off clean. Yeah. I want to, uh -huh. you know, clean out my body. But I think what we need to do is really detox has become a very oversimplified word. And as a medical professional, you know that it actually can be a very intricate process so today right. you know you're gonna help us really break down what is detoxification what are some of the minimum things you can do to get a good effective detox to some level and then if someone really wanted to go hard with the detox you know what is really extensive things they could do so but if you could just start us off what what is detox what's happening in the body when we detox yes certainly so detox by its name is from the word toxin right so you have to detoxify, meaning you have to remove the toxin in your body. But that's the simplest way to describe detox. But in scientific way of saying it, you can say it. There's a there's a chemical reactions in our in our body that would change the phytochemicals or an indigenous compound that render that will make it less toxic and more readily excreted by your organs. And that's basically, and the most important part here is you cannot detoxify efficiently if you're nutrient deficient. 
it all starts in nutrition. You need to have the raw materials to de detoxify your body. And it's really important because if you look at it, let's say in the liver process, detoxification, there's phase one and phase two uh, process. So phase one, that includes the enzymes, the oxidation reduction and hydrolysis. And then the phase two, you need the amino acids, you need glutathione, you need taurine, you have glycine, you have all other these uh, nutrients that you need to detoxify efficiently. And however, there will be people that, are, that has genetic problems that they cannot detoxify properly and one of them is they have methylation problems and mm -hmm. I always tell my patients what are you familiar with methylation or MTHFR gene those are common ones that I see at least 90% of my patients have, uh, have MTHFR mutation and there are other methylation genes there it's MTHFR CUMT which is really what you're gonna use in liver detoxification the CMT so I check those because oh, okay. no matter what you do, you eat, you're nutritionally, you know, um, sufficient, but you cannot still detoxify because of their genetic problems mm, or so SNPs. We call it SNPs or okay. single nucleotide polymorphisms. Yeah. So that's a good thing for anyone to know right off the bat is do I have some kind of gene mutation that makes it harder for my body to detoxify? Right. And it's easy fix because all you have to do is replenish it with activated compounds like if you have MTHFR mutation you cannot process folic acid you cannot process vitamin B12 all you need is a supplementation which is activated B12 um, activated folic acid which is methylfolate or methyl B12 you bypass that pathway where you have the genetic problem so you go directly to the activated one so now you have an efficient detox mm. process mm. So. okay Really important to know. I guess at its root then, when you see some kind of juice cleanse at the store or you see mm -hmm. a box of packaged supplements that says this is a two-week detox package, at their root, what they're doing is helping the organs process toxins and get them out of the body faster. Is that correct? Right, right. So that's really a good one. Um, I know after the holidays, people want to start and you know you eat a lot of crappy food <laughs> <laughs> a lot of alcohol a right, lot of sugar right. <laughs> yeah so the best way for you to do is basically again nutrition and of course doing that i like to do the 28 21 day detox by standard process they have a good product and it's been done they did a lot of studies on it and they came up with their new product, the 28-day detox, and University of California, University of California, San Diego did a study on it, and I think already got published. The last time I talked to them last last year, it wasn't published yet, but they're done, th and they have m amazing results as far as measuring of the toxins in your body with that 28-day detox. That's a good way to start. What I personally do after the holidays, <laughs> uh, because you know it's hard to avoid, you know food and especially sugary stuff so yeah. what i do to jumpstart my year is i do the prolon over the fast mimicking diet and this was the done by professor longo at uh, university of southern california and what they found in their study was when you do that fast mimicking diet it's not actually fasting per se like just water but you're still eating but your calories down to like close to 700 calories per day and it's basically plant-based what they found when you do that is on the second or third day you have autophagy and what autophagy means is your body will renew 
and 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 all the dead you know weak cells will be renewed and then on the fourth or fifth day that's when your stem cell goes up to renew and re regenerate your body so this is an amazing study and it's it's going worldwide so those are the things that i do um yeah and i'll make sure we link both of those in the show notes so people can learn more about them and of course they can purchase the standard process 28 day detox here at the center as well as online so now mm -hmm. can you just touch elaborate a little bit more on the fasting so it's not you don't just not eat for five days straight you'll reduce your calorie intake to about you said less than 700 right okay mm -hmm. for five days and what that is doing is helping your body it gives it basically the the time and the space to really clear out all of those dead cells right okay yeah. uh-huh and then the nice thing about it, it you don't lose muscle mass and that's based on the research again because one of their supplements there because i've done this myself several times already it has glycerol in it which is a protein sparing uh, compound that they found out you didn't lose muscle mass so in fact w one of the nice thing about doing this is your testosterone goes up your growth hormone goes up naturally instead of supplementing it so it's really a pretty good idea mm -hmm. so. is there anyone who you would say maybe this group of people needs to be careful with the fasting or in general is this a pretty safe thing to do yeah i have to be careful about that because they're like a friend of mine who's also a doctor, tried it, okay. but she's not used to fasting. So on the second day, she felt dizzy and <laughs> so it's like, you know what, just, just stop doing that. I think you should start doing like intermittent fasting, make yourself uh, comfortable with that, make your body adjust to it before you start doing the five day fast mimicking diet. Mm -hmm. Because those, for those people who, hasn't, who haven't done it and they're not used to fasting, then yeah, they will feel b bad. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would advise. So there are people that, been doing intermittent fasting if they want to jump start i would recommend that and for those who are not used to fasting i will do the 28 21 day or the 28 day detox mm -hmm. and then so. maybe what you can do is let's say you start the 28 day detox maybe you add in one day of fasting each week or something like you can build up into a longer fast you can potentially do that too if yeah. you, if, if the five day fast was something that you eventually wanted to do Basically, what you're saying is you do sort of need to work up into it. To work it. up into it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. So now the other thing, too, that we're talking about here is many people don't always understand what are we actually detoxing from? And this is a really mm -hmm. good thing for people to understand. Maybe after a holiday party, they're specifically thinking like, okay, I want to detox from all the alcohol and the sugar right. I ate. But as you mentioned in the beginning, there are so many toxins in our environment that are bombarding us on a daily basis. So can you just cover what some of those are and why it's important to get those out? Yeah, definitely. So what well, we're bombarded every day. In fact, there was an article, and we know this, that there's probably is it 140,000 chemicals all over in our environment. We live in a toxic soup. Oh my goodness. We're swimming in it. So most commons are BPAs, which you find in it's a plastic, I guess, a, it's an endocrine disrupting. And you see that a lot in water bottles and plastics. And most commonly is the, the receipt, cash oh. register receipt. Oh, wow. And okay. it's readily absorbed in your body and also in the gut. 
and that could potentially lower your estrogen and mess up your hormones, testosterone, thyroid. That's pretty common one that we need to be aware of. And again, there's some uh, during the holidays. Yes, you get alcohol. The problem with alcohol, it decreases your glutathione in your liver. Glutathione is the most powerful, is the most abundant antioxidant in your body. And that's why it's interesting. When I was in the hospital before, those people who ingest like all alcohol intoxication or Tylenol overdose, we give N-acetylcysteine, which actually is an antioxidant. It's a precursor to glutathione. Oh, okay. So you're helping them. You're helping their body produce Rebuild, more. Produce more to counteract the effect of the Tylenol toxicity and uh, the alcohol. So mm -hmm. that's really important to know because most of those people, especially alcoholics, they're really deficient in vitamin B complex, more so with glutathione. They deplete that. So before you do detox, I would replenish it. Otherwise they get, it won't be effective and they probably would get sick. Mm -hmm. So those are things that we need to be concerned about. And before I do detoxification, I make sure that the patient is sufficient nutrition. Mm -hmm. In that lab, I like to do the neutral eval where it measures vitamin B complex, omega-3s, amino acids. It's really, really important because those are your, your raw materials in the phase two of the detoxification in the liver. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have, if you're deficient in that, you still won't be sufficient. You won't be detoxing very efficiently mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you don't have those. Yeah. Right. And right. that's a really interesting point because, again, I think what so many people are used to is great, I'm going to do a five-day or a 12-day detox. They go to the store, they buy a pack of supplements, or they sign up for a 12-day juice cleanse, mm -hmm. but they're not checking their nutrients. So they could be deficient in a lot of things. And so really what the point of it is, is you're just not going to be having a very effective detox if you're doing these things, but not starting off with a good dose of nutrients. Right. Especially for years, you've been eating, I would say, considered crappy food and you know, ye, and most of the most of them are deficient. And with the twenty-one day detox, if I remember, it has the ingredients there, including vitamin B complex and mm -hmm. and all the necessary nutrients that actually y your body needs to detoxify. Mm -hmm. That's the standard. So the, pro standard products, the standard process. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I just wanted to touch on some of the other things too that are just so commonly in a lot of our products, our food, our water pesticides, antibiotics, a lot of synthetic food additives in just about everything that's packaged, which are all things that are at their root, they're creating inflammation in the body. A lot of them are right. being disrupting hormone production, uh -huh. mimicking hormone production. And so those are all some of the things we're talking about when we say we want to detox the body. Right, right. And there are core principles here that I would like to point out. So there's a total body burden of toxic, and that leads to chronic low-level toxicity. Eventually leading to a lot of diseases, eventually cancer is one, autoimmune disease, inflammation, brain fog. If eventually, if you look at it from integrative and functional standpoint, all of these chronic diseases that we have, Alzheimer's disease, all these, the fatty liver, cancer, these are all related to chronic inflammation and most of the time it's from toxins, toxin buildup. Mm -hmm. Now the question now arises, why people tend to build up toxin compared to other people? Why they get sick? Again, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier that most, some of, the, some of them don't have, they have the genetic 
preponderance to toxin buildup, MTHFR, the methylation pathway, mm-hmm. the COMT. That's why I always check that, even if you know most of my cancer patients they will get those tests, the methylation test, and some of my chronic, you know, fatigue patients. I will have to check that because it's really important to know if they have that. Because mm-hmm. I know it's it's a fix, but at least they will be aware of it and then they can tell the family oh i have this oh my i'm carrying double gene out of one out of two that means if you have the double gene mutation that increases your risk of toxin buildup by close to 50 60 percent as compared to one gene Mm -hmm. which would bring it down to 20 to 30 percent again so why people retain toxins and this is interesting intestinal dysbiosis there was an article that came out i think several years ago that says if you have bad bacterial gut that is growing, you have inefficient detoxification, you need the good bacteria to detoxify because they they have a chemical reaction that would render the toxin they're eating into a water-soluble toxin which you can easily eliminate. Really interesting. So again, I mentioned nutritional deficiency and then those who are in high sugar, low protein diet and oxidative mm. stress, chronic inflammation. So stress is another important one because stress will lead to gut dysbiosis. That was interesting to know. And so you need to, uh, it's hard to avoid stress, yeah. so, you know, but one of the things I tell my patient is, you know, if you're like a friend of mine who's a lawyer, I told him that, you know, you need to, he was working in the government and it was really in a stressful job. So I told him, you need to tone down and maybe if you can stop working in the government and start your own practice, you know, and he did that and he feels better now. So at least you have time to exercise. Mm-hmm. Another way of detoxification is actually exercise. You sweat. Through yeah. sweat, you, you detoxify. So mm-hmm. I think that's actually a good point to make because as far as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, there's really three ways we detox and it's through sweat, urination and pooping, basically. Is that right, correct? Exactly. Uh-huh. Because because. Um, some of these toxins will be eliminated through your bile and mm-hmm. you poop that and sweating you, you you eliminate in fact there was an article that you can actually when you exercise when you do infrared sauna through sweating you eliminate mercury lead arsenic those three are the most important ones it's uh, although lead it takes time to get rid of it sometimes i have to use chemical detoxification which includes edta iv because mm. lead is really hard to because they stay in your bone so oh my goodness wow. yeah yeah so it's hard and i've seen a lot of this yeah. in my patients, so. so right off the bat people can know if they're not pooping on a regular basis yeah um if they're not drinking enough water to be urinating frequently throughout the day and if they're not exercising or doing something to break up a good sweat they are not detoxifying adequately enough right Right. And so for me, it's really interesting because even if I run for an hour and a half, I don't sweat, which is why I'm such a huge fan of the infrared sauna, because I'll go in there three, four five times a week just to get that sweat out and make sure that I'm detoxifying through that. And it's very interesting because sometimes I'll do it and I'll smell like chlorine coming out because I don't have, you know, filtered water in my apartment complex that I'm showering in. So it's really interesting, but I think it's a great thing for people to be aware of, of, you know what, actually I only poop like once every two days and I don't really sweat that much. And so right off the bat, that's sort of a red flag for them to know you're probably building up toxins. Right. That's really, yeah, that's, uh, that's true. However, I would like to caution because I have one patient where I actually tried to, inf- to do the infrared sauna to detoxify. She, she got 
actually pretty sick. Really? She cannot tolerate it. I found out later that she has mold toxicity. Really important for people who are sensitive to this. You have to rule that out. Oh, uh, so you wanted to detox for, but you cannot do it because you felt pretty sick. And mold can cause you to get sicker. So there's steps to do that. And one of the things that I do for mold patient is usually have to be on the binder. There's several ways that we can do that. There's GI detox capsule, which has clay, and we can use cholestyramine, which is a binder. It binds the toxins. You can eliminate it through pooping. Mm -hmm. So that's important to know. Mm -hmm. uh, for those people who are sensitive to infrared sauna, they cannot tolerate. We have to rule out the mold. Hmm. Yeah. What What is it about the mold that is making them so sensitive to it? Because you release the toxin. Because mold uh, so they were circulates, releasing it. right? And if you but there was nothing to bind to to excrete there was it. No, exactly, there was nothing to bind to. Yeah, they're not on a binder. Then yeah, they get pretty sick because mm. now it's in your circulation. And is that sort of across the board though? When you're detoxing, that you need to be having some kind of binder. Yeah, not necessarily. So, but you, you, all you have to do is like glutathione is the most important. You need to know what your level is because if you if you were trying to detoxify and you found that you have low glutathione, so some patients will get pretty sick or some they just not efficient in detoxifying. Hmm. So important to know. That's why I always check their levels mm -hmm. during the Nutraeval. Nutraeval is uh, a test done by Genova. I, I like it because it's comprehensive test that, it, that measures your vitamin complex, vitamin C, glutathione, those are antioxidants. Alpha lipoic acid is another one antioxidant that you need. Um, and then the omega-3 amino acids is very comprehensive test, so I, I like it. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the other, let's start with treatments, other treatments mm -hmm. someone can do to help their body detox these toxins? IV, uh, vitamin C or IV glutathione, we have that in our clinic. And, and then we can supplement with, with our, we have, there's so many things out there. So basically antioxidants, most important one. So N-acetylcysteine, which is an oral that you can take, uh, it's a capsule. That is a precursor to glutathione. And then you can take alpha lipoic acid. Uh, I really like the PolyMVA product because it's, it has also, a it's a powerful antioxidant, but also has anti-cancer benefit. Uh, PolyMVA is a um, combination of vitamin B complex with alpha lipoic acid. It's a liquid form. And, and the big one that I, typically use in my cancer patients EDTA chelation, which is an IV. You do it once a week for a ten, total of 10 weeks because it's once a week. And then we measure again the heavy metals, mm. especially the lead. And then we have the GI detox as a capsule. And then we have, uh, one thing that I like is the carbon C60. This is a new one. This is a pretty cool one. Carbon C60 is, is the generic is fiolerin. Went to PubMed. There's articles about it. As far as anti-aging, it increases your telomere. So those people who don't, who are not familiar with telomere, so telomere is the cap at the end of your chromosome. Every time you divide, it shortens it. But in the anti-aging field, when you lengthen your telomere, you pretty much increase your longevity. So it's anti-aging. Fuelrin is one of them. Carbon C60. It increases telomere. It has anti-cancer benefit because it's a powerful antioxidant. And yeah, the, I really like it. It's amazing. I, I have good energy. In fact, some athletes are using it. They take one bottle, which is equivalent to 100 ml, I think, once a week, and that gives them a lot of energy. Oh, wow. 
That's a lot. That's a lot. Because the normal dose is what, like a teaspoon One a day? One teaspoon twice a day. One teaspoon twice a day, okay. But I've been trying it myself. I tried the 100 ml. Oh my goodness. And I, I wasn't able to tolerate. I had like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have the a runs. little bit of the runs. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I tried to back it down to 30 ml twice a day for three days and off for four days so that that's better for me so i i I have really tremendous energy with that i really like it wow so and then we have the detox bath that i usually prescribe to my patients especially after pet scan or can scan to detoxify themselves from radiation and from the dye and that includes the epsom salt bath with clay bentonite clay and baking soda and then plus the SOD capsule, which is a superoxide dismutase, which is an enzyme that you use for detoxification. So those are the good ones. Coffee enema, actually, which I, I which actually I do it once a week at least <laughs> if I have time. Yeah, yeah, I do it once a week or twice a week. Really good way of detoxifying your liver and your colon. So okay, and first off, I'll say for the listeners, all of those products will be linked in the show notes, so you can easily find them. But now I do have a question with the coffee enema because yeah. what I'm curious about, I've heard this about colonics, and maybe this is a little different, but I've heard practitioners say before that colonics can be counterproductive because they're also rinsing out all the good bacteria. Is that at all related or similar with coffee enemas? Yeah, so it's it's a different. So colonics is when you put, you know, water up to the level of your ileocecal valve. Okay. Then you hold it and you release it. And yeah, there's some theory about there that you lose the good bacteria. So that's why one of the things that I, when you say detoxification, there are things that you're supposed to take. One of them is probiotics. Remember I mentioned about intestinal dysbiosis mm-hmm. as, a, as, as a, um, a precursor to not, being able to detoxify properly so you need to be taking that plus even though you say you're taking you know you're eating good you're eating organic but it's there's still some in fact one of my one of our colleagues in integrative functional medicine she said i've been eating organics but i when i tested myself for glyphosate which is a chemical found in pesticides she's still tested positive for it so and then i've heard from farmers that when you have an organic you know a farm somewhere nearby there are non-organic so i guess with air mm-hmm. when they spray it mm-hmm. you'd still get contamination of your organic so it's really important so what i do in this case is i i soak my vegetables and my my fruit so usually i know um i use baking soda and water you soak it for 10 minutes to get rid of the chemicals or some people use apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. Okay. So you, there are several ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what is, because to so many people, the coffee enema is just going to freak them out. <laughs> yeah. What? But what is the mechanics of what's happening there and why is it so effective? Right. So there is uh, in the coffee. So I told them, I'll tell my patient, don't use your regular coffee. You need to use the coffee that is really for coffee. And because there's a chemical that is higher content compared to regular coffee that you drink every day. I forget the name is. I think it's elegiac acid that that is high in in coffee that used for coffee enema. That actually was the one that would um, increase your glutathione level, glutathione level in your liver, and increases the efficiency of detoxification if you if you use this kind of coffee. Hmm. Okay. Is that something we sell at the clinic? That yes. Coffee. We we do have uh, actually a kit. Oh, okay. That includes the bucket and the the 
holes and the coffee. Okay. So it's, it's a good, uh, yeah. And a video of you showing us how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I can. Actually, there's a lot of YouTube video okay. on it and how to do it. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, good to know. And then we also have, there's also some other really great things. Like, would you consider hyperbaric something people would do for detoxification? Yes, definitely. We need oxygen. Oxygen is a detoxification. It's um, oxygen. You need that. Yeah, certainly. I would use that mm-hmm. um, along with other stuff. Yeah. So. Uh huh. And then you know we also another have way that we can do in our clinic we do pulse electromagnetic frequency. It's another way of detoxifying, and we use that a lot. It's really good for for healing inflammation for detoxification what happens is say let's say you have mercury for example or uh, any compound there it obstructs the pathway you're you're in the cell membrane you have the atp pathway or the gate we call it gate and if you have a toxin th- toxin they're blocking so you can efficiently transfer electrolytes in and out of your cells so the pulse electromagnetic frequency displaces these chemicals and opens up the channel of your cells so now nutrients can go into the cells. Oh wow! And that's really then that same theory we use it in cancer patients. Where I always tell, uh, I was always prescribe pulse electromagnetic frequencies. So the treatments that we're doing goes into the cancer cells. Pulse electromagnetic frequency, which Dr. Bales does, mm. as it's science. NASA scientists did that. In fact, their suit has pulse electromagnetic frequency so that they don't lose muscle mass. They don't lose the bone density. Mm-hmm. NASA did a lot of research on this and uh, there's actually, it's FDA approved. There's only one disease that I can think of that's FDA approved is the non-union of bone. After surgery, you can use pulse electromagnetic frequency. Mm-hmm. But naturally, you can gather on the Earth's surface. That's why I tell patients, I mean, if you've heard about grounding, oh, that's yeah. a g- you're getting a Schumann frequency, I guess, uh, I guess I pronounced it right, Schumann frequency, which is pulse electromagnetic frequency that you get when you're walking barefoot you get that healing effect mm-hmm. yeah there's actually a lot of studies showing you can dramatically reduce your inflammation your yep. cortisol levels just by yep. laying on the ground or even right. on concrete i know concrete is transmits the earth's energy sand water yeah and wood i believe right yeah thing with us where you you're always wearing shoes now so <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly yeah. you have to be really intentional about going outside and sitting barefoot but i do uh-huh. that actually that's a practice of mine every day when i get home from work i Good. go outside to get a little more sunshine and then i'll just lay on the ground or the grass for Great. you know 20 30 minutes but i can feel yeah the, the stress just going down Tangibly. Right. It's really powerful. Or they can buy the Beamer or something like that. And I have that at home. So I mm-hmm. lay on that mat because I'm on the third floor. So it's hard <laughs> to, d- <laughs> to do laying, right? So I have that and I do that every day. So it's really good. Yeah. yeah. So let's say I'm, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Let's say I'm a patient. I'm coming in. I want to do a really good detox. Yeah. What's what's the minimum thing? If I'm coming in and I say, look, I, I just want to do one thing. I don't have a lot of time to do a lot of things. I want to do the least amount possible to get a good detoxification. Would you recommend the 28-day or the 21-day detox? Yeah, definitely. And you can start with juicing. If you if you think you're going to start right away with 21-day detox, you can start right away with juicing. Remember, nutrition, where can you get that nutrients? It's in nature. Mm-hmm. Vegetables, green juice, you know, celery, cucumber, mm-hmm. lemon, all this stuff. 
So that's where you can get a lot of nutrients. Mm-hmm. So then the opposite scenario is let's say I'm coming in and we did the testing. I don't have any genetic predisposition. Everything's normal. My nutrients are pretty good. But I'm coming in and I'm saying, I want to do a really hard detox for the month of January and February. I want to go really hard. What what would you map out for me in terms of what I should be doing and taking? So assuming that Nutrivol is good and MTHFR is normal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, definitely. So what I would do, definitely, I would still go back to whatever you're eating. It's it really helpful. So plant it's possible plant-based, uh, organic, and do a lot of juicing. And then I would definitely do, I always go back to Prolong because I know it's science and it's 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 studied. It was NIH funded study. I always go back to that, to not only detoxification, but you renew your body, your stem cells. I mean, those are important for regeneration. Is that the fast? Fast mimicking diet, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's the fast mimicking diet. Okay. So if you think that you have enough nutrition and you don't have the MTHR, even if you have the MTHR, you can still do the prolon fast mimicking diet because mm-hmm. uh, that's where you get the benefit of autophagy and stem cell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I do that. And then if I wanted to come in, would I need to do anything else? Or if you do that fast mimicking diet, you're pretty good. Well, that's the first step. But okay. remember, we're exposed to chemicals every day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you should have some sort of like, daily detox okay in my case for example i take carbon c60 every day i mean not every day but i have my own regimen mm-hmm. and i do coffee enema one two times a week and then i do basically nutrition plant-based i take a lot of supplements b complex the, the ones that i need i take glutathione n-acetylcysteine actually every day so because i know that i need those nutrients t- for detoxification mm-hmm and I do have sauna. If you have sauna at home, that would be great if you can do that. Some patients, they will buy an infrared sauna. You can actually buy it online on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I think we have it here too mm-hmm. yeah, in a do. product store. And you can assemble it. And you do that two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. That's why people in Europe, I guess the F- Finland people or Finnish, they, they started with sauna. They have a healthy lifestyle there. And uh, yeah, most of the research about sauna comes from that area. Mm-hmm. Well, of the world yeah fin- finland sweden norway yeah those are the people who have done a lot of studies in sauna mm-hmm. yeah and that's a beautiful point that you make that we could do a one-time detox and it will feel better for a little bit but if we're not actively trying to reduce the toxins in our environment we're just going to get right back to that place we were before so it's really mm-hmm. only a temporary fix right but the, yeah and remember yeah we're exposed to we, it's hard to avoid toxins nowadays Mm-hmm. No matter what you do, I mean, yeah, I mean, just when you go out, then bingo, you're, you're exposed to the air. Mm-hmm. Per, uh, one of them is the perfluorocarbons, which you get from from the fuel of the airlines. I mean, airplanes, it's, when you look above, you can always see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, it's so, hard. so no matter what, we need to be supporting our detoxification pathways, pathways as you said, exactly. on a daily, weekly, basis, and monthly right, basis. Right. It yeah. has to be maintained. It's just like taking supplements. Mm-hmm. And so for you, on a daily basis, you take some really specific supplements. On a weekly basis, you do the coffee enema and maybe some sauna sessions. Right. And mm-hmm. then on a monthly basis, do you do that 
five-day detox or how often do you do that i'm sorry that five-day fasting i do the five-day fasting every six months twice a week twice a year okay okay yeah so you can do that some patients will need three times like every third month so in case-to-case basis Mm -hmm. because the they they're so there's some of them are, are sick and you want to increase their um, stem cells mm-hmm. for regeneration. It sounds like working with an integrative health practitioner on a detoxification is really what's going to help you be the most successful long term because they're going to be, as you said, checking your nutrient levels, checking your toxicity levels. Because right, from, from time to time, yeah. For some people, and we're, we're not going to get into it today just because they're so broad, but some people really do have very serious toxic overload from mold or from uh, heavy metals, which is a whole different ball game when it comes to detoxing from those. Right. And we have protocols for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll have to do episodes, I think, on each of those because those are just, they're so refined and specific in and of themselves. So detoxification is really broad. So (laughs) there's, we can talk forever (laughs) on this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that really helped lay a good foundation for people and gave them something really tangible to go off of, especially coming into the new year. I think it's it's a really great goal to come into 2021 thinking, yeah, maybe I'll start the year off with a good detox, but I'm also going to have that in the back of my mind that I need to be detoxing regularly throughout the year. And that can be a really great resolution. Right. <laughs> Let's say, and I know this may be hard for you to do because it, sometimes it can be so specific to the patient but if you were to say in general for most people out there what detoxification supplements they should be taking on a daily basis which ones would be the ones that you're like okay you know what these are my top two or three or five yeah so that's a good question so my top i would say top three or five i would say carbon 661 and acetylcysteine or glutathione liposomal glutathione so if you cannot find liposomal glutathione, you can take N-acetylcysteine or NAC, 500 milligrams twice a day. That is a precursor to glutathione. Better if you can find a liposomal glutathione. We actually have that. It's quicksilver product. You can spray it under your tongue, and it's well absorbed. Oh, okay, wow. We have that, and then carbon-60, definitely, um, what else? Alpha lipoic acid, which is polyembase, what we have. You can also get alpha lipoic acid and then separate as a capsule, 450. But I like polyembase better um, because it's it's they have a lot of research on it, and then it's liquid, mm-hmm. so you can put it in your smoothies. So it's it's yeah, it's it's better absorbed, and it has anti-cancer. They did uh, studies on this, uh, cancer effect of the polyembase, and also actually helps for neuropathy. So there's so many benefits on of polyembase. Those are the top ones that I would take, and I take actually milk thistle too and taurine on a regular basis. So uh, probiotics, really important, probiotics. Mm-hmm. I do, and what I do with probiotics is 50 billion colonies as maintenance, and I switch product every three months. And the reason for that is I've heard that eventually you won't respond with just taking the same the same bacteria. You sometimes you have to switch. The more bacteria you have in your probiotics, mm-hmm. the better. The more variety you have, the better. Oh, that's a super. That's a really great point because so many mm-hmm. of us will just find the brand we like or the brand we know of, and we'll just take that indefinitely. Yeah, yeah, you have to switch. Okay, so which of the 
probiotics here is your favorite one? We have, I forgot the brand name, it's, it's 50 billion, there's men and women, 50 billion colonies. Okay. And then we have orthomolecular product. You can go up a size 225 if you have gut dysbiosis, if mm -hmm. you're really bad gut dysbiosis, or for patients who are in chemo. Okay. I put them on 225 billion colonies per day. Because wow. all these pharmaceutical drugs wipes out. Especially chemo wipes out your good bacteria. Yeah, I mean, chemo is as harsh as it gets, but mm -hmm. we think you think about people who are taking antibiotics on a regular antibiotics, or semi-regular yep. mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. You're destroying those, those bacteria mm -hmm. so frequently. Yeah, and what they're doing is they're, they're helping fight off those toxins. Is that right? Like, that's why we want that good bacteria. Right, right, right. They convert the toxic chemicals into water-soluble chemicals. Mm-hmm which you can easily excrete. And then it's interesting to know that immunotherapy, which some of our cancer patients are getting, like the Keytruda, Yervoi, they found out that those patients who have bad bacteria, they don't respond well. Because there was a question about why people will respond, why people won't respond to immunotherapy. They found out that one of the key is the bacteria. Wow. The more good bacteria you have, the better your response is to the immunotherapy. Wow. So I just like to point that out out there. Because yeah. that's important for people to know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Dr. Acevedo, thank you so much. And I'm so excited it's for people for to be able to hear this, especially going into the new year. They, you know, they can do any, most of these things on their own. They can get a lot of these products on their own, but they can also come into the center if they're local and, you know, do a full yeah. Nutri-Eval with you or any of yes. other, our other practitioners and really get a good baseline of where they're at. I think that's right. why it's so helpful. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. So right, excited Leanne. to be able to share this. Oh, right, you're welcome. <laughs>